Welcome to episode 95 of the Book Wars Pod. I'm Kristen and I'm here with Miranda and Kate and Chris. And today we're talking about chapter 14 to the end of uh, Cabin Scott's Dooku Jedi Lost. And I don't understand what happened in the book. But before we talk about that, <laughs> it's not a book. And um, also, what are you guys drinking? Are you drinking? Well, before we go into drinks, I also want to add our very special returning guest that we have with us. Is it the potato? It is. The, the sound you didn't hear was me squeezing my stress That's potato. That's disgusting. Do not <laughs> squeeze your potato into the microphone. I, I also just want you to know that he was like doing some weird thing between the potato and the chair before y'all were able to hop on and playing catch, one-handed catch with himself, with this fucking potato. Listen, what Chris does in the privacy of his <laughs> is none of my business. Okay, but my point here is that every all those things were noisy. So he's got a potato kink. That's cool. Let Miranda's trying to send us back to couples counseling. <laughs> let let he or she who has never had a tuber kink cast the first stone i do i do love potatoes personally exactly oh i mean um, but yes the potato yeah. has made its way back from the netherworld of our moving boxes where the fuck was it again it was in like one of the random bags that like didn't even make it into a box oh that's what see that's what i thought and then you were like i don't know where the potato is what are we gonna do now i don't, po- don't potato kink shame i didn't i wasn't kink shaming you know y'all know i love potatoes <laughs> that's so yeah. true that's he honestly that's potatoes. not how i thought that sentence was gonna end we'll tell you after it's not oh. for it was gonna end with your audiences oh my God. Um. <laughs> guys i really do love potatoes give me can a we name fry. the potato what are we gonna name the potato guys? i don't know french oh fry. no actually uh We'll do a Twitter French, poll French. Um, French. about French. what... To, we're not naming it French Fry. That's a basic-ass bitch name. Um, <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> I mean, Fre- maybe French Fry are. gets a fucking PSL at Starbucks. We're not naming it French Fry. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> no, Let no, no. fucking live. <laughs> French Fry has to caught up with all of your weird shit. Stop calling it French Fry. It's going to get confused. Um, we're going to do a Twitter poll about... And if it ends up being French fry, I hate all of you. And now that I've said that, it's one thousand percent gonna be French fry. So <laughs> no, talk no, to you never buy. No, it was, no, <laughs> no. Here, here we go. Patreon exclusive. The the Tashi Station Slack gets to decide what it's. Name oh, is. true. Good. <laughs> yeah, plug, but we Mom. can't do this. I'm... We can't do this uh, poll until next week, so that listeners have a chance well, to yeah. donate to the Tasha Station Radio Patreon to help us uh, support our costs <laughs> for running the show. Name French Fry <laughs> and name the the potato, who will very likely not be named French Fry. Yes, TBD yes, named will. potato. Um, pork potato. Okay. <laughs> well, that's confusing because then we're just going to mix them up with pork chop, and pork chop could really use a little friend on the plate of. 
pet snake. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, pork chop might be getting a little friend this week. We might. <gasps> well, let's. True. We'll we'll see about that. We'll see. Okay. We're we're in the process of trying to dog ourselves. So. Yeah. Well, um, stay tuned, everybody. Drinking. Yes. Who's, who's doing it? What's it all about? Uh, I'm drinking tequila. Uh, as our listeners. Uh, our faithful listeners know I was very concerned about finding good tequila in Colorado, and but not really concerned because say, you idiot. <laughs> the situation couldn't possibly be more bleak than it is in Virginia. But uh, we found a really great liquor store. I waxed poetic last week about how cheap the prices were, and I found the amazing tequila that we tasted in Puerto Vallarta when we did a tequila tasting there. Uh, shouts to Vallarta Tequila Tastings. It was a really great experience. Mm. But it is uh, Arete... Uh, tequila blanco and it is delicious it is kind of sweet for a blanco it tastes very citrusy uh and it's just it's it's a delicious it's a delicious sipping tequila that's great for you chris that sounded really <laughs> sarcastic it i i really am excited Jesus. for you because i know you love tequila i was Thank trying you, to Kristen. be nice but anytime My i try to be nice God. it just sounds like i'm being disingenuous so sorry about that you get Mom, that from me Ma- it's genetic. <laughs> 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 I know. I feel like I need like a non-sarcastic safe word, but then I feel like I would use it Speaking when I was shaming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Kate, what are you drinking? Well, it is my motherfucking birthday. Birthday. Oh my god. You sounded like a chorus of dying cats. Thank you. <laughs> That's what we aim for here on the Book Horse Pod. Which... anyone in this podcast ever heard an air horn? <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently not. However, I did. I think the thing that woke me up at three in the morning last night was a screaming cat. So, <laughs> oh, that's gonna happen. Oh, good. I'm off the hook then. Great. Oh my that's god, gonna happen. You thought it was a CPAP just like blowing air all over the place last night. Anyway, well, oh, that shit up. wakes me up too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> solidarity okay. thanks Kristen. oh my oh god my god you people um anyway it's my motherfucking birthday so i'm drinking my favorite gin which is um from funnily enough from a distillery called saint george which is in california and chris's brother actually introduced me to this one it's their i forget which they have three different kinds they have like a regular and then there's like a red one this is the green one though <laughs> Super helpful. I'm sorry. It's the label's green. It's St. George Gin, and it tastes like pine trees, and it is, like, my favorite thing. Everybody else on this podcast is, like, fucking gagging, I know. But, like, I love this gin, like, very much. And it was another one of those things that was very hard to get in Virginia and is significantly easier to get out here. And, like, usually when you find, when you are able to find it, it is not a bad – it's, like, probably middling price, so go try some if you like to eat a pine tree. This is the St. George Terroir Gin. They also have a Dry Rye Gin, which, is a, as you might guess from the name, is a gin made out of rye. Is that the red one? That is the red one. Thank you. And then the it's blue the one is one. the the uh, uh, St. George Botanivore Gin. Which is, the I think, like the regular one. Um, what are you drinking? Uh... Nothing yet. I'm about to open this motherfucker. Fort George's City of Dreams. Uh, I have definitely had this before, and we've definitely posted a picture of it on the Instagram. But I'll probably send another one. It the design is like the same. Uh, the artwork on the can is like the same as the artwork on my tattoo. It's like line, 
Ooh, pretty. Beauty. It's awesome. It is only similar in that it's lines. It looks nothing like her tattoo. No, it's like a similar. It's like a similar style. Like well, if it's you similar look, style, but like it doesn't look, look like it. it no, a, I know. It's a oh my god, town. I know. But look at the waves. It, they look exactly like the like this is. But I mean, like this is a style of drawing. Was my point, With and lines. it's the style. Oh my god. I can just. Yeah, it's called line. It's a thing. <laughs> God, I can just picture you right now holding the can. I am. Your, oh my God. Up to your I'm arm and just being like, look, bitch. Miranda's taking a photo of me. Oh, um, God. Great. Uh, anyway, it's five and a half percent. It's delicious. It's a pale ale. Um, it's what I like to keep in the fridge if I were to ever keep the fridge stocked with anything that wasn't Rainier and 75 IPAs that are too alcoholic to drink um what are you drinking miranda oh i'm also drinking a city of dreams oh bah, bah, bah. fun fact it's a very george tastic podcast today mm. was the first beer i bought for myself when i moved to portland oh that's awesome happy birthday mom thanks sorry i just wanted to say it again oh um should we star wars as painful as that will be for everyone <laughs> I mean, we should Star Wars, although I'm tempted to give Kate the best birthday present of all and just leave and not be on this episode. I mean, we there's need time. To explain to us what happens. <laughs> okay, do that first and then leave. <laughs> Chris. Kristen. Can you read to me what I put on the outline? <laughs> yes, all caps. Can someone explain what happened to me? So I read this. So, like, no, no, no. To me? Yeah, like honestly, like I was like, do you want us to talk about like your bathroom excursion this last is, week? This is actually therapy. <laughs> okay, okay, but but you didn't finish. So it says, can someone explain what happened to me? Sub point A, please. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very polite. <laughs> um, so it was really a confusing thing to listen to in my opinion i brought that hot take to the last episode which was very easy to follow content where i said everyone just sounds like (laughs) (laughs) obi-wan so i would like to just say that i was not proven wrong in the second half of the book all still very confusing to me Um, which i think we're gonna talk about too in the wrap-up like caladium i know we I know we are. How the um, audio, how the audio medium. How the- <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah. May or may not have contributed to that. But before we do that, Chris, please do explain. What uh, the hell okay. happened to Kristen? Wait. So, <laughs> Kristen, did you listen to last week's episode? Yeah. Okay. So I you did so- last week's episode, I think. Oh, that's right. You did. <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay. So, we don't need to rehab the where and when are we conversation. Correct. No, I got that. And I, I followed it up to the middle. And then there was a pod race of some kind. And I was like, this is pod racing. And <laughs> uh, then I was confused, basically, after that. <laughs> um, there was a lot of dark side shit before that that I was following. I thought that was yep. very, like normal go to a yep. planet have weird flashbacks flash forwards blah 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 we can like hear palpatine does. which was great um i thought all of that was really well done and then i was like i'm literally not following the plot <laughs> so i mean there wasn't a ton left after the there sure the fuck was there was like 60 things that happened in different <laughs> timelines <laughs> all right so in in dooku's timeline in, which in, timeline in in in, in the Dooku-centric timeline, the young Dooku timeline. Okay. Uh, 
so the race there was during the race his brother crashed because the race was fixed yeah. in estimate uh, investigating this dooku discovered that the gangster in charge had a mole on the jedi council which led him to master braylon who apparently had a secret child who was the fuck up jedi who never amounted to anything okay <laughs> Okay. So that's that one. Great. Then Dooku. Uh, uh, I would like I would like a point. I would like to point out that a, a new point that was added on the outline is Miranda just now. Who the fuck is Raylan? Parentheses from Keeks. It's not just me. Okay. <laughs> no, it is not Lean Castana. <laughs> no, those are different people. <laughs> very confused. I know. Tell me about it. I'm with right. you. Um. Um. So cool. anyway, there was also a bird. Master Raylan is the hard ass lady Jedi who's always just like, "Fuck you, bitch." Yeah, yeah who's one. always just like, "Why yeah. have you been doing your homework?" That yeah, yeah. Is she the one who took Sifo-Dyas? No, no, that's lean. <laughs> <laughs> you should oh, see man. Miranda's face right now. Oh man! Listen, we tried. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't try that hard, but we tried. <laughs> we tried the normal amount. Today, when I got to the child part, I was paying attention to traffic and. <laughs> Listen, this is why this is why this is a book podcast. (laughs) Some of us do better reading. I do better. You listen to the audiobooks. I. (laughs) You also can't read. (laughs) I know. Also, most of the time, I have both the audiobook and the Kindle version, and I switch back and forth. (laughs) Oh, I thought there's a part that I didn't understand. I usually go back and read it. If Kristen can't experience it with at least two sentences, that, or senses, then just all hope is lost. I don't lost. do them at the same time, Chris. I was wondering if you like, needed somebody to like... Okay, I was wondering if you needing somebody to like read you to sleep or whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Listen, some of us like story time. It's going to be, it's better than you think. Don't knock it until you've tried it. You know what? Do you I you read know. your Star Wars to sleep? Yeah. No, you read too fast. I, I read really slow when I read out loud because words are hard. I feel like you wouldn't do the... You, you would do the voices and you just laugh so we <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be able to do it sure you would break the tension i know I, mean, I can't say anything because chris tried to read chewy and the porgs to pork chop and he got bored three pages oh, in so i have that i can read that to you oh <laughs> Rena has a good collection of baby books i love it, I love it. all right okay, chris, we're off explain. track <laughs> shocking um, all right next thing that happened master Braylon had a baby <laughs> Go yeah, yes, so I got Master that, Braylon. And it's the fuck up kid, right? It's the fuck up kid. Yeah, it's the bully. A rat. Okay. Yeah. Um, fast forward, I don't know, five to ten years. It's not really clear. Dooku's on the council. Uh, he is talking to the Senate about how the Senate needs to stop taxing trade routes and actually like do protection things yep, and like be a real republic. Shadowing. Okay, oh, yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Senate said, fuck you. Yep. Um, then Dooku I, finds out I am that the keep going. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dooku finds out, speaking of the Republic, not protecting things that his home planet of Sereno has been overrun by pirates, I think first. Yeah, sure. Pi- and then he gets there, discovers that the pirates have actually been run off by mercenaries who were allegedly hired to run the pirates off, but then decided to just stay. Then it comes out that his brother is actually evil 
and is trying to like do a a massive coup of Sereno, and that's why he is like going to war with his own planet. His dumb shit brother, who was also the one who fucking crashed in the fucking pod race because pod racing. Wait, but how is he doing a coup of Sereno if he's the Count of Sereno? Because Sereno wasn't a dictatorship, and he wanted it to be. Oh, I see. So he like he was becoming the Senate. Yes, he was becoming the Sereno, <laughs> correct. Um, did correct. he? He was becoming the Great Stone Dragon. Oh my god. <laughs> Mushu. Okay, uh, and then, then Great Stone Dragon comes, everybody dies. Literally, Great Stone Dragon shows up. Literal Great Stone Dragon shows up, is bad, bad, uh, helps them not die, but then almost kills them. So Dooku kills it. Dooku goes emo, leaves the Jedi. Bam, bam, we're done. Did Count okay. Serenit do the pirates or the mercenaries? Uh, or both? Porkinella's both. Did he do both? He definitely did the mercenaries. I see. I think I think the pirates just happened to show up because Sereno is one of those planets like not being protected by the Republic. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Kate's right. I think the pirates showed up and Ramiel used it to poop his planet to action because that bastard. Did we figure out how the dad died? Uh, or... No, unclear. Okay. Uh, Jens uh, was just like, bitch, dad's dead. Yeah, my assumption was old age. Well, yeah, since like the asshole pod racer literally makes fun of him for being incontinent. I'm like, all right, bitch. Yeah. That was rude. Why you gotta be the worst? Yeah, just when you think that the count's the worst, it's actually Ramil. Yeah, right? Yo, I didn't think the count was that bad, like, this whole book, but also I didn't understand, like, the last 25% of it, but still. <laughs> the part where the count was going to, like, tell his kill security everybody. robots to kill the entire protest during a funeral. Okay, that's fair. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I did I did catch that. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. The, all of that shit is, like, stuff Anakin did also. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, spoiler, Anakin was bad. <laughs> okay great point that's a great point i was gonna make well, was he bad or did he have a split personality that was, he was fucking bad <laughs> the joke i was gonna make which all right all right we're putting we're gonna put okay, that okay sorry down. sorry okay thank right. you for explaining the plot to me um right. i also didn't understand the part where <laughs> i was very confused about the parts where like uh uh what's her fuck um ventress Ventress, thank you. Fuck oh my me. God. Uh, where Ventress was like running through the fort, like where I, I think this was the point is like we weren't supposed to be able to tell what was real and what was not real part for part of it. But I was like, I don't understand who is the real Ventress. Yeah, so a lot of it was like Force Visions. Um, okay. A lot of Ventress, particularly at the end there when it was like Dooku versus Kyneric in her head. Versus, versus other Dooku, tired Dooku versus evil Dooku versus Kyneric, yes, yes. Um, so yeah, like that was, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. So okay. hold hold on that one for a sec. Thank you so much. I hope everyone enjoyed that recap on the recap pod of what the fuck happened in this book because I didn't understand it. Right, and that's what the fuck happened to Kristen. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, first real point that we, that I know Chris has been dying to talk about since he first listened to this, um, audio drama all the way back when it came out, the Jedi are the worst. They are the worst. They are the worst organization. They are irredeemable <laughs> in their current form. Oh, and it's probably, it's arguably like, 
Uh, he's, they're they're so bad. They're so so bad. I mean, just let's start at the beginning. They're arguably bad. Chris whips out bad. his PowerPoint. I know. <laughs> In this essay, I will show. Um, <laughs> let's start. Let's start with Lean Castana, who. In the beginning, is kind of, you're kind of led to believe she's the cool Jedi. She's the one who's going out and doing all the dirty work that nobody else wants to do. She's not Except, like a regular Jedi. No, exactly. Oh my god. Exactly. <laughs> um, but <laughs> what what that actually means is she is just taking her very clearly disabled Padawan and like, dude, that was so fucked up. Like putting him in dangerous situations that he is unable to protect himself in. And then just being like, what if we don't tell the council about this? They'll get mad at me. I just. Poor Sifo-Dyas, like. Yeah, justice for Sifo-Dyas, man. I know, like, he could have gotten, like, decent medical attention or, like, something, but no. Yeah, but you know who could have given him decent medical attention or something? The Jedi Council, after it was proven that he had actual premonitions on the fucking Back to Planet. Yeah... What do you know about that? Um, speaking of the council, let's 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 go to the second of my three pronged. The Jedi are the worst point. <laughs> oh Jesus! Let's talk about the little goblin himself, Yoda. <laughs> He's just oh, gonna go shit. meditate about it instead of really though doing things. The thing about Yoda is that, like, obviously, we as Star Wars fans, and pretty much anybody who grew up particularly with the original trilogy, but to a certain extent, the prequel trilogy as well, knows Yoda as the grandmaster, wise... Kindly old grandpa. Kindly old grandpa, like a little bit crazy. If you're if you're watching Empire for the first time, a lot bit crazy. But like, <laughs> good-hearted, does the right things. That is an incorrect assumption for you to make. And when you assume, you make an ass out of everybody but Yoda. Oh my God. Yeah. Because not only is Yoda running the council in such a way that they are like choosing their political battles to get involved in, which is part of Dooku's problem with them at the end, the Jedi won't even go to Sereno when there are people literally dying and they are being asked for help. And the Jedi are like, nah, bro, you didn't pay your taxes. But yeah, at the same time, yeah. And at the same time, he like, He's just like running it in such a way that doesn't believe Sifo-Dyas, doesn't foster a culture of trust so that Kastana feels like she can come to him, doesn't think that they need to be worried about the Sith, even though it's very clear from all the signs that Kastana is seeing that the Sith are coming back, doesn't uh, actually like, it just like likes being mysterious more than he likes actually teaching people. Like I get that the whole and he sat still for a week and a half before he actually trained Dooku thing was supposed to be like instructive about like Dooku needed to learn to fail. But don't, Yoda's also a dick. That was so rude. Like I was just like, oh my God, I just, what, was that like really necessary? That's just like, it just feels like, you know, him just like torturing Dooku just because he could, because Dooku can't like not. You know, he, it's not like Duke is going to just like give up one day and like leave like he can't because this is all he knows how to do. Yoda is so far up his own ass in this era that it's kind of unbelievable. Like he's so he is so drunk on his own Kool-Aid 
Oh, man. That he, like, can't even imagine that there's anything wrong with what he's doing. I, it's kind of, it's kind of like, I mean, it's, it's, it's the, it's the same problem you get with any, like, really entrenched, like, bureaucracy organization. So, for example, um, I don't really work there anymore, so I can say whatever I want about my old job. So, <laughs> so my, like, the, the company I used to work for before I rage quit to go to, back to school is, it's it's a pretty old organization. It's just like it recently turned seventy five, and it's you know it, it's one of those things that like by nature of the fact that it has gotten older, it has grown and become unwieldy. There is like a two like there is a two column like leadership structure, and below that are like it just kind of fans out into like all this like, other crazy shit. Um, you know when if you actually want to change things, you have to get approval from like fifteen different people. Um, there's so many levels between you and leadership that it's just like, no one ever knows what's going on. Like, and leadership doesn't communicate because why would they do that? Cause they're like, not thinking about it. It's like, it literally feels like, you know, those like stagial businesses who don't know how change is fucking working. And then inevitably they stop working. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Kate, uh, entrenched is like the exact word that I thought of when you started talking. So I think that's a really good point. But mm-hmm. the thing too, Yoda's just a dick. Yeah. Like he's very full of himself. He's, he's like, oh, well, I've been around for however fucking long. I'm a powerful Jedi. I know what's good for you. And it's like, no, bitch, you really don't. Thank you for your input. Please dispose of it in this Jedi garbage can. Yeah, I mean... The thing about Yoda is the more we learn about Yoda's time on the council, the more every single one of his decisions really needs to be called into question. Mm-hmm. But he thinks he's doing so well. Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> no. <Man>. Um, <laughs> some of us have depression. Thank you. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, the Jedi Council are like the old white men of the Star Wars universe. Yes. And it is real sad. It is real sad. I don't like it, and it's stupid. Also, it just makes me laugh that they were like, oh, yeah, we'll put this person on the council. And then when Anakin went to go on the council, they were like, yeah, it seems like we had a problem with this before, so we're going to say no to you. And then, like, <laughs> it was just a whole thing. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just saying. No, it's true, though. Yeah, I mean, one thing I kind of do love about all this expansion of the council is that, like, all these, like, on-their-face shitty decisions they made in the Clone Wars and in Revenge of the Sith, it's it's not just, like, plot reasons and continuity issues now. Now it's actually that they were just dumb. I kind of love that they're doubling down on the plot of the <laughs> I know, exactly. Wars I love it. I'm here for it. I mean, because, like... Did you guys know that you really should watch the Clone Wars cartoon and then you'd like get a new appreciation for the prequels? <laughs> no, but like <laughs> But actually I've made that joke before, but I'm gonna make it again. If you haven't watched the Clone Wars, what are you doing here? Um also like this makes that so much more rich, even though I didn't understand what happened. <laughs> it <Dude>. does. <laughs> I, I almost want to do one of those, like, things you do in history cl- history class in high school where, like, can we at least, like, put Yoda on trial? <laughs> uh, if you want to do that as a bonus, absolutely. fucking right. But we have to do it after Master and Apprentice. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know>. um, <laughs> I also 
part of what I love about Last Jedi so much, the, like even more every time I watch it, is the Yoda scene. And like obviously he's still crazy Yoda, but also like fully owning up to his own failures. And that's powerful. Like oh, and yeah. it we don't understand how powerful it is Until in the moment of the movie. He fucked up. Exactly. Like you know, we think, oh yeah, that's that's a wise lesson from a wise old master. No. Our students learn from our failures because Yoda's failures literally led to the downfall of the Republic. Like that is not embellishing Yoda's failures. Whoops. One bad Tuesday. <laughs> um so, so it's a bad hot dog, man. Oh, stop it. So speaking of Yoda's really bad failures, you um you we were mentioning, uh, you know, the Jedi Council and Yoda especially created a culture of secrecy, basically, where people felt like they could not be open with the Council. And Master Braylon is a big part of that because she had a whole ass baby and nobody knew Sometimes for the longest time. you just have time. a whole ass baby, okay? Haven't whole you ass ever watched I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant? It's a <laughs> whole premise of a show. Okay, but I think Braylon knew she was pregnant. Okay, thank you, Chris. I was making a joke. <laughs> Chris, is thank, you for, Shut thank up. you for white manning all over it. You're so oh annoying. God. Kristen, actually, in chapter 15, <laughs> she very clearly stayed. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh. <laughs> the only things I have like within arm's reach to throw at Chris right now are soft. And I'm very angry about it. Uh, um, at least they're <laughs> silent. Oh, my God. At least they're silent. Uh, okay, okay. So... I think the most obvious, like, parallel we can make with the situation with Braylon is how closely it mirrors the situation with Anakin having secretly gotten married and pooped out babies. And we know that, like, they cannot possibly be the only ones. There are thousands of Jedi across the galaxy. Um, so, this is getting a little bit off track, but I just, I just, I just, I love opening the door for speculation. It's, it's the fun part of doing off this track podcast. In my book horse pod? <laughs> Okay, um, what do we think would have happened with the space twins if Anakin had remained a Jedi and not gone cuckoo bananas? Correct. You know, it's a great question. You know, would they have just been like more Araths or like I? Why don't... I think Padme would have like raised these children and be like. They're Skywalkers. Don't ask why. That's their last name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very... They're actually uh, just welcome. Oh, my God. Um, just like their father. They were born of midichlorians. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. That's not how it works. Um, That's not how the force works. Oh, my God. It's not how biology works. <laughs> I don't understand that. Sorry. It's fine. I'm like... Midichlorians are the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> I'm so angry. But I really want I I do I do wonder like sometimes would they have just like been like kind of like secretly swept in to the, like whatever the hell latest Jedi class or would Padme have just like hidden them somewhere on Naboo? I mean I think they still could have like thrown Leia off to the Organas. Hmm. And been like, here's this baby, and then Bell and Bray are like, look what we found. The Skywalkers are not great at hiding things, so. <laughs> oh, God. I, not. <laughs> I totally agree with Miranda. I think, I think 
the Jedi Council to this point has shown an inability to actually call Anakin on his bullshit. It's true. And they're so obsessed with him being the chosen one that they just keep giving him more and more shit. Like we talked about this when we read Thrawn Alliances. Like what was the best case scenario for Anakin? Yeah. And I, based on this book and how they handle problems by shutting them in a closet and never talking about them, I think they just would have sent the babies away and never talked about it ever again. Oh, yeah. And like, can just talking about the babies, I'm going to tie this back to Yoda a little bit as well, because there's a point where he's like, we would have accepted you and supported you. It's like, mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. That is very clearly not the case. Nothing you have done is like pointed to you being like kind and supportive and respectful. You're all dicks. What like, about when they hid all the Sith artifacts? <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, they're they're sending Braylon off for years. She comes back with a baby and, you know, like whatever. No way of knowing. But fucking Anakin got married like got his senator wife pregnant and everybody's like well they're really close wonder why she's pregnant <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> fucking idea and it's like i i don't get it why are you so dumb why are you yeah i know like, like this isn't happening even ahsoka even ahsoka is like fucking eyeballs emoji at that shit and she's like 15 <laughs> man so even obi-wan knows and obi-wan's f- it's obtuse as fuck it's true Obi-Wan could have had a lover. We don't know. I mean... I mean, he, he did. Also, like, let's be real. Obi-Wan fucked his way across the galaxy and we all know it. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Yo, did you see his hair in the Clone Wars? He absolutely did. It's so true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Jedi are people and people are bad. Yes. So, the beings, Jedi being bad... Beings are bad. <laughs> yes. I know, Chris, you wanted to tie this back into, you know, Dooku leaving the Jedi um but also as we talk about that the other the 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 other the question i had that kind of grows out of this is like how much are the jedi responsible for creating dooku like as in count dooku i am evil (laughs) kate what a great point that is a perfect segue to i believe the next point on the outline if somebody wants to talk about it plus it's your birthday so you should talk about it oh god okay or tell somebody else to talk about it but i've just been talking a lot so i i think what what what? What? She's singing birthday songs to you. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> but like not the normal ones because it's Miranda. Just like very, very strange Miranda specific birthday songs. Oh, <laughs> I think they're restaurant specific. No, if it's I... the like it's your birthday song. Which one is that? I don't know what. The, uh, what the fuck is that? I don't that? know what that is. <laughs> we don't have the rights to this. To cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though. Seems like some weird Maryland shit. If we're being perfectly honest here. <laughs> Okay. Song. <laughs> Miranda song. just throws Old Bay at me. <laughs> I'm off the podcast. It's huge in the Baltimore County area. Oh my god. All right. All right. So, part of the reason why Dooku leaves the Jedi is because he's just been faced one too many goddamn times with how hypocritical they are. That you know that they again create this 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 culture where of like. Where, where nobody feels like they can, you know, come to leadership with their actual problems that could affect the rest of the order and cause bad, bad danger things. Um, and, you know, and, you know, Yoda, on the other hand, just being very confused, like, but why don't people ever tell me anything? And 
at the point where the civil unrest on Serena ends, he's just like, I fucking had it. I have also unleashed my fucking murderous rage, and I'm a quit. He never should have taken his wristbands off. He really shouldn't have. It was a security blanket. Make you not a dick. <laughs> I mean, nothing made Dooku not a dick. That's oh, I, was oh, I like my, how even light side Dooku was Yoda. a dick. Oh, that too. <laughs> I was like Yoda. Just because you meditate a lot doesn't mean you're not a fucking dick. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So, Dooku's had it with that. He's also had it with the fact that the Jedi profess to be the protectors of the galaxy, but they also, you know, pick and choose what the fuck they're going to get involved in. So, obviously, this all causes him to become disillusioned with the Jedi, but I, I want to talk, I want us to talk about how much does it actually push him toward the dark side. Like, not only does it push him away from the Jedi path, but pushes him toward, I would like... To perform evil. <laughs> I feel like he, like, is just fucking fed the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like the Jedi are, is what pushes him towards evil. Because, like, he's dealt with that incompetent bullshit his whole life. <laughs> um, but I think, like, it's all little things that add up. Like, I don't know that there's any one thing that we could point to to be like, that's why Dooku turned evil. Right, but I'm wondering if it's, like, the amalgamation of things. I mean, I think it is. Yes. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. it is that. <laughs> I, mean, I definitely think it's... Sorry, go ahead, Miranda. How much of, like, Dooku really being, like, on dark side did we see in this? Like, he did some shady shit. But I feel like a lot of what we see from him in this and something... Maybe I read this wrong, because audio medium... Um. Like, I I definitely got why he left the Order and why he went to live a life that wasn't necessarily the Jedi way. And, like, I think the the evidence in the not text points to that. But I don't know if you could say that what the Jedi did was pushing him to the dark side. I think, like, he just has some fucking feelings and he gets frustrated sometimes. I think it was an amalgamation, personally. Like, I do think that his frustrations with the Jedi contribute to him leaving the Order. And I do think that him leaving the Order is a seminal moment to him joining the Dark Side. Because if we look at the galaxy, there is a very short list, if it exists at all, of Force users who are Light Side, who are not Jedi at this point in time. And so I I do think that them kind of forcing ideologically forcing him out of the order because like they like and they were kind of daring him to go when you look back at how they were treating him with the Braylon stuff and with him talk to the Senate and stuff like that. And then he called their bluff. But also to me the even bigger issue, and this is something that we'll see later with Anakin as well, is the just complete lack of preparation for how to protect yourself against the dark side. Like the Jedi's dark side education, like it's like abstinence only sex ed. It's like it's bad, don't do it. <laughs> It'll kill you. You'll die in a hole. You like, will get chlamydia. You will get chlamydia and, and you will die. Um But like it's But then, you know, when you are a Jedi of a certain caliber, as Dooku is and as Anakin became, you are thrown into situations which inherently the dark side is present in. Whether it's 
Geonosis and obviously Anakin was manipulated. But for Dooku, whether it, you know, it's Lean taking him to the fucking like Macbeth witch planet. Like it's, uh, <laughs> that was pretty lit know, though. That was pretty lit. It's great stone dragon. Like, and there, and you know, Lean says it like he's unprotected when he's, you know, he was like mind melding, uh, when he was, what was it? Beast, beast controlling animal, whatever partnering with the great stone dragon. Can't say animal husbandry, but that's a whole. I know, thing. honestly, I did too, and I was like, "That's not what I mean." <laughs> um, Horses. <laughs> I also enjoy how we are nonstop calling the, the whatever the fuck the Tirataka. Yes, the Great Stone Dragon. Great Stone Dragon. I don't even know what it's called. Like, okay. just keep being like, "It's our that's what it's Dragon. called." Though. Oh wait, maybe this is a stupid question, but um, were those ground quakes that started happening again as soon as Dooku landed on the planet? Was that all just him because he was yeah. there? Yes, that was Great Stone Dragon like turning over in his sleep. Okay, cool. Um, and Duke made that happen, and it didn't yes. happen. And it was very convenient that they didn't go to the planet first during the funeral. <laughs> Got it. And I will say, Chris, like building on your point of the Jedi doing a terrible job not prepping people for the dark side. Uh, we've mentioned this, I think, earlier this episode, but definitely last episode. They've got, like, all sorts of sh- Sith shit, like, all over the temple, just hiding it away, like, don't go back there. And so when, you know, they're finally in a situation, like, th- you could teach with that probably somehow. I don't know how to teach, but, like, they have the means to do I don't know, Professor so. Quirrell just... Not Professor Quirrell. Then, What's the good one? Lupin. Lupin, thank you. But then, Wolf, no, no, Wolf I was literally going literally to say, like, you need a defense against the dark side class. Yeah. yeah. And then they fucking send them in, and they're on the first challenge in the Sorcerer's Stone, where they're, like, sinking into the plants, and they're like, what do I do? And it's like, figure out how to fight the dark side, my dude. I don't know. I'm not here to help you. Voldemort's right. been your teacher this whole year. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's the Jedi have a very Dolores Umbridge way of teaching about the dark side. You're never going to encounter evil, so why worry about it? Oh, my God. So uh, I want to bring up something else that I think contributed to Dooku going to the dark side, and I think it's like a kind of a slippery slope situation. So we've talked before about how, um, you know, Depa Balaba during the Clone Wars uh, was against Jedi involvement, against the Jedi taking military titles against them, getting it like getting involved in politics to even begin with, like years before the Clone Wars happened. And we are kind of getting an entree to that timeline li- timeline wise in this book or audio drama, this story. Ain't nobody um, listen to women of color. Word. Um so honest to God though. So so by the Jedi getting involved in political conflicts and doing it on a really political basis in and of itself. They're not doing it because people need help, like, by itself. They are doing it because it is politically wise to get involved. How much does that kind of introduce Dooku to getting involved in things? Like, how like how often did the Jedi of old actually, you know, the from the start of the Order actually get involved in things? And so... By getting involved in things, you are practicing, honestly, the more martial parts of, like, Jedi, the, like, the Jedi legacy. You're fighting. You're not just sitting around and meditating and studying the Force. Like, you're, 
you're, you're supposed to be like, we're warrior monks, but like you're monks, that's part of it. And so, you know, you see Dooku in all these various situations kind of like flexing his force muscles. And, you know, he has this, this mantra, which is, I am Jedi, which is like, most of the time, like I'm more like I'm more powerful than you, powerful than you, because the light is with me. But also, I'm more powerful than you, period. And I think that's a dangerous route to go down. And I think that is also what leads him to once he comes back to Sereno at the end of the story, when he's just like decides to just single handedly be like, I am now the leader of House Sereno, and we are still going to be the ruling Great House. And that's all she wrote. And everybody's like, what the fuck? But I think he ha- already has a sense of superiority within him. And once you, you know, pride leads to the dark side. Once you have that, you just want more and more power. And it's kind of obvious to me why he would be so susceptible to Palpatine's influence. Yeah, and if the Jedi are good at teaching anybody anything, it's arrogance. Mm-hmm. Yep. I actually, I put like a larger debate question that I want to talk about next episode but we can talk about it now because i think kate you you voiced it perfectly like what should the role of the jedi be and like just thinking of everything we know to this point like what should the role of the jedi be and like and i think that's a really big question that is not answered and it's going to be really interesting to see how jj answers it in rise of skywalker with you know obviously the jedi it would appear our ending, you know, mm-hmm. the last Jedi rise of Skywalker kind of assuming the name Jedi is ending, mm-hmm. but what is the role of the new light side group going to be? How does one best serve the light? And I think that's, that's a very open question. Yeah. I don't think we have an answer, like a definitive answer anywhere in Canada at all so far. Oh no, totally. I just like was thinking we could like explore it. Oh, sure. Um, but I think it's, it's honestly, it's it's interesting that we don't have a definitive answer in canon anywhere at all. Like, nowhere. <laughs> yeah, canon has actually been very down on the Jedi. Uh-huh. I mean, it's been very confusing because it's, it's uh, in the movies, like, the Jedi are the good guys. And yeah. in every other medium, it's just like, wow, they're fucking idiots. <laughs> they are so bad at doing life. So That's tr- true. But also, I mean, part of me wonders, like, if the prequels had been written well, how much of that would have been incorporated into the movies, actually? How much of it, like, was meant to be cor- incorporated into the movies, actually? It's a great question. I don't know. Well, sure. <laughs> I would love to know what George Lucas thinks he wrote into the prequels in the Clone Wars. Yeah, that's really what I meant by like that's a great question. <laughs> like, and I and I, I don't even well, it's inherently a shady question, but I don't mean extra shade in it. Like, George Lucas is a like brilliant storytelling mind, truly like a visionary of his generation. The details of the prequels were not always the best written. I think that's something many people would agree on. He's an Poodle. amazing. <laughs> He's an amazing big picture guy. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, and the thing about the and and so like I I wonder if he thinks that he wrote the Jedi like he imagined Ben Kenobi, or did he intend to write the Jedi as these incredibly fallible beings? Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to me because looking at the way the movies have gone. But I mean, like uh, it's a. 
I think we actually now that I'm thinking about it, I think we kind of get an answer to that, or at least like a a modern answer to like what what a modern answer to that question, at least in the the Disney era of the Star Wars movies, like Luke says what he says about the Jedi. Yep. That's that's what it is. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I think the issue and the reason why looking at the universe as we see it now and as it has developed with the sequel trilogy, which at some level all this is based on, the Jedi, by definition, from a storytelling perspective, kind of have to be incompetent because (laughs) there's only two options. Either the Jedi were incompetent and that's why all this is happening and that's why the New Republic fell apart after 30 years. Or the Jedi were perfect it really was just Palpatine and a once-in-a-generation thing, but then Luke is incompetent and unable to rebuild the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, it, I was just thinking that, like, while obviously Luke never kind of got the, like, traditional Jedi indoctrination, he still kind of does some, like, shady Jedi shit. Um, like, the whole part of The Last Jedi where he's like, well, Kylo Ren's getting, or, or Ben's getting a little powerful mm-hmm this can't be good yeah for sure and he's like let me go kill this child who is also my nephew the child and, <laughs> <laughs> and then ben's like what the fuck is this i'm Audi. and also like i mean I, I mean i'm gonna be interested to see how much of this gets answered possibly in like other stuff that's coming out but like how much of it was luke being afraid that ben was more powerful than him right and like not even just in the dark side that's oh, just, absolutely that's just some shady jedi shit oh yeah totally like, cool. He may not have been trained by the old Jedi, but he is definitely carrying that on. I mean, if you think about it, he was trained by the old Jedi. Well, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Yoda. What do you even do all not, day? Not to the extent that like. Oh, for sure. He but would you have know. been if his dad didn't make the Jedi go boom. <laughs> <laughs> did did they go boom or did they go up? Pow pow. Well, they they went like. Oh shit! Damn. All right, that got, Actually, no, got they, graphic. They, they got. They didn't do that. They got pew pewed. <laughs> Lots of different Jedi and younglings died very different deaths during Order sixty six. Can we stop talking about it now? I'm getting depressed. Oh god! <laughs> Anakin killed a um, bunch of younglings with his laser sword. Killed a bunch of younglings. <laughs> god damn it! Ayo! <laughs> Fucking Christ! Um, but no, and it is interesting because it's it's funny. And this is like, this is why we love it. And this is why we do this podcast. Because in a way, all of this relates back to Luke, right? Because we know about the Jedi. And so we know that when Luke is having his crisis of faith in The Last Jedi, like to the hashtag not my Luke Skywalker crowd, you know, whatever. Oh, damn it. But in the canon, of which Mark he's not wrong. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. In the canon, he's not wrong like the jedi were incredibly flawed and like his solution to remove himself from everything is not necessarily the right solution but his reasoning is not that far off his solution is self yeet <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry and so it's just i don't know it's it's interesting and also like thinking about like what should the role of the jedi be we don't have an answer in canon and but we do have different views and you talk about depa balaba Another view is in in this, Dooku says something to the extent of after they encounter, I think it's the Abyssins on that weird like 
Darkseid, Macbeth planet. Like, he's like, he's like, these arms dealers, this is what we should be doing. We should be going after these, like, these un inarguably bad people. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even a point of view. You're selling arms to kill people. You're bad. But then right. that's acting as a police force. Well, exactly. Mm -hmm. And the other thing about that is that that's not the first time that we've heard that view expressed by a Jedi in the books. What's the first? The first time was Quinlan Voss uh, in Dark Disciple. True. After Black Sun kills the Pikes, other way around. When they go on that rescue mission to rescue the Pike children, and then Black Sun comes back and kills them all. Yep, it's, yep, yes. And we talked, back when we talked about Dark Disciple, like, there's kind of three very unique and very incompatible views of what the Jedi should be doing. And, like, there's, like, kind of the monk vision, which it kind of feels like is what Yoda would like to do in a vacuum, which is they just sit and meditate all day and talk to the Force. I mean, that, that, that man sure does love to meditate. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the view of kind of what they've become, which is a tool of the Republic. And, I and you know, they ended up being tools, but I also don't mean that being, like, yeah. completely dick. Like, They're, they are... Enforcement uh, arm of yeah, the Republic. Yeah, they are an arm of the Republic. Or, and this is what Dooku and sifo want, and sounds great until you dive into the details, become an independent paramilitary organization. And that's what Anakin wants. That and that's that's absolutely what Anakin wants. Into the details. Yeah. <laughs> like independent paramilitary, never a good idea. Yeah. Full stop. And like thinking back to Attack of the Clones, it's like we should figure out what's right and then we should do it. Mm -hmm. But like who decides what's right? Exactly. Like sometimes, like yes, there are people with guns shooting at people without guns. It's reasonable to assume that the people with guns doing the shooting are probably in the wrong. But, like, what if both sides have guns? What if one side was provoked? What if the side that looks evil is actually just trying to feed their families? Like, there's all these nuanced questions. And, and like, this is a, also a larger side of question, which I, is why I think we don't have an answer in the canon. Absolutely. And I I'll mean, be interested to see where it goes. We're, I mean, we're, we're grappling this, with this right now. Like, we need to abolish the police in this country. But then what comes after that? Yeah, Absolutely. And so it's it's interesting because there's these three possibilities for the Jedi and all of them are frankly kind of ter like have their own very serious drawbacks. But when you combine them, then you get kind of what the Jedi are, which is Nothing. unaccountable. It's a blob of bad. Yeah, like bureaucratic, unaccountable, disconnected from the force, not actually doing any good in the galaxy. Cool. <laughs> I had a really funny Saifa Diaz joke earlier when I I think it was when I was reading and I don't remember what it was but I was like I should put this in the outline but I didn't have the outline it was probably gay you should I guess like sometimes what I do when I'm too lazy to make a new outline is go to the outline from the previous week because that all gets copy pasted anyway oh I can't I can't edit any of the outlines on my phone because I don't have the docs app she means because she's stubborn also um, I'm almost out of storage <laughs> Don't we have the same phone? Yeah. Get a new what phone. What the fuck is on your phone? No, know. she doesn't need a new phone. Need she needs to get some shit off of her phone. I was going to say, you get some, you know, you don't need a new phone. You need Google Photos. Damn. I'm a, I have Google Photos. I yeah. tried to up, 
I'm a dumbass and I don't need more storage on my phone. Oh, so that God. means Miranda's just being <clears throat> stubborn. A person. I would never be stubborn. <laughs> Not Miranda. Okay, cool. That was good. Thank you. For Yo, does somebody coming. else want to do the conclusion today? Because I feel like I talked this entire episode. What do you mean conclusion? Outro. outro yeah i'll do it i love doing the outro it's always oh. the worst it's my favorite <laughs> God. thing um right. thank you guys for tuning in today on your chosen podcasting apps and or the tashi station radio website that we have um <laughs> our next episode God. is going to be dooku jedi lost wrap up so you know Sending we do that um questions yeah, send your questions in to us via Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, Tumblr, email, or on the Tashi Station Radio mega feed. Um, the Patreon Slack. Patreon Slack, sorry. Yes. I'm just saying words now. Um, anyway, our next book is going to be Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray, which I know a lot of you are very fucking excited about. And by that, I mean Chris and also some other people. Um <laughs> It's Claudia Gray. You're all excited. Hey, no, I'm excited. I'm excited too, but I know Chris is like, it. I meant like highly anticipated. Like Chris has literally mentioned it in most of the episodes of this podcast <laughs> so far. I mean, when we start reading it, you'll see why, because they're very complimentary works. Yo, it's exciting. Um, in the meantime, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast, Book Wars Pod, and the Tashi Station Radio Mega Feed. Um, and if you are so inclined and have the means, please, uh, donate to the Tashi Station Radio Patreon. Um, it helps us cover our hosting and production costs, which is awesome. So we can make the podcast not, uh, sound like shit when it is, <laughs> uh, just terrible content in your ears, but at least it'll sound good. Um, if you want and if you become a, <laughs> sorry, and if you become a patron in the next couple of days, you can help name the potato. Oh yeah. <laughs> So it's not French fry, Miranda. His name is French fry. Um, if you like, if you'd like to give to us directly, you can do so uh, at ko-fi.com/bookwarspod. Uh, our theme song is "Was Bang" by Poddington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joe Butera Design. Um, I'm Kristen, and I love doing the outro because I'm bad at it. And for <laughs> Kate, who's it's it's her birthday right now. It won't be when this drops, but it is right now. So tell her happy Woo! birthday if you fucking missed it, you knuckle draggers. And um, <laughs> and for Miranda and Chris, I'm Kristen. Blah, blah, blah. You missed a great opportunity to call everybody nerf herders. Scruffy looking.